Welcome to Language Chats. This is a podcast for language lovers in Australia and beyond where we share our enjoyment and experiences of language learning with you. I'm Penny. And I'm Beck. And today we are talking, well, we're reflecting a little bit on this year um, in what, and what a funny year it's been, 2020, really. Oh, I know. Oh, it's been, it's been unusual. It's been unprecedented. All the words that everybody's been hearing over and over again, these strange times. Um, That's right. <laughs> so it has been, it's been a challenging year. Um, and we have been thinking a little bit about how this has impacted, well, our language learning, but I'm sure also language learning experiences of many others this year who are, who are interested in learning languages. Um, because, Sometimes, and not just in 2020, although it has been a particularly odd year, sometimes you just lose your motivation completely and everything just goes a bit to shit. Mm-hmm. And you lose, you lose your language learning mojo, everything that you were excited about previously when you first started learning a language or maybe for an extended period of time just somehow drops off. And how does that happen? Like it's, it's the weirdest feeling. You're so excited one day and then somehow just nothing. I know. I know. And why does it happen? And how do we, you know, climb out of that hole? Yeah, exactly. How do you get back on the, get back on the bandwagon? Um, (laughs) I suppose the the language learning bandwagon, how do you find that enthusiasm again? And how do you find that motivation to, to help you keep going with, you know, a pursuit that is, you know, a very long-term pursuit. That's what language learning is. It's not It's not a short-term kind of I'm going to look at it for a weekend and, and disappear. It's often a very, very long-term pursuit for people. So um, keeping up that motivation over time is a, is a big deal. I think one of the big challenges that I've faced, and I think it might be the case for some people as well, is that I got very drawn in or sucked in to the news cycle and I still find that happening. And so, you know, in one way it's, it's, it's important because you need to keep across, you know, changes and what's happening and all that kind of stuff. But on the other hand, it's a huge time suck and also a mental, emotional drain. What do you mean Did by you... the new, by the new cycle, Pence? I, because I've been at home most of this year with the kids, you know, I had access all day, all night if I wanted to the news, the internet, I was refreshing, you know, finding out what was happening, watching press conferences, um, looking at Twitter, seeing the latest kind of reports on, you know, um, case numbers here in Victoria and Australia and around the world. And I think, you know, as, as the pandemic kind of progressed from the beginning of the year through to now we're recording in the first week of November, um, there's just been, it's just been a huge roller coaster, hasn't it? Like there's been, oh, you know, it's all going to go away and everything go back to normal. And now we're kind of like, oh my God, no, it's, it's here to stay for a bit longer. For sure. Um, and so that, that really takes a lot of energy, I think, emotionally to kind of ride that roller coaster. Yeah, definitely. It's been, it's been an emotional roller coaster in all of its forms. And I think as well, because it's been quite, um, well, at least to me, I, I feel like I've seen over this you know, last sort of what, eight months or something, eight or nine months, how, you know, this this situation started 
lots of people had kind of almost a, a new lease on what the year was going to look like right at the beginning. It was like, ah, mm, things have been a little bit kicked out of whack, um, but actually maybe I've got more time now um, and what can I do with all this time? Like I, you know, I'm going to have heaps of time to do all my, all my language learning or I'm going to have heaps of time to learn a new, a new skill or take on a new hobby. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be able to get so much done. I'm going to be so productive. And then a few months later, it was like everybody kind of realised that maybe those plans were uh, a bit ambitious. Um, (laughs) And, you know, I think we were all, you're right, emotionally affected by um, the situation and and things being a bit up and down. And that also impacted everybody's motivation for these, you know, kind of grand plans that many people were making earlier on in the year. Um, And, yeah, very much as the you know, well, certainly in Victoria, as the numbers have gone up and down, you know, that's probably really impacted all of our moods and all of our motivations about everything in life, whether it's personal, work-related um, or otherwise. Totally. Yep. Yeah. And it doesn't just affect language learning, of course. Um, but, yeah, I think everyone that we know of has probably been mm-hmm. been impacted in some way. Definitely. Um, and, it, like, and I suppose all of this, it comes back to also just being like this year is – strange but in other normal regular times um we find ourselves in these situations too you know things things don't always go according to plan um and your life situation can change very quickly um without notice um on a on a normal basis so these this is not a a particular problem to this year um and it is something that all of us encounter probably on on a regular basis at other times too so what do you reckon has been a challenge for you this year in terms of your language learning? Um, I think, well, for me, actually the biggest challenge I had was making the step to go to online classes and to mm. to, to, to finally try them. Um, that's something that we, we've talked about on the podcast before. But it definitely for me was like the biggest step I had to make to keep things going this year. Um, and, yeah, initially I was, yeah, very and had always been very apprehensive about online classes of really any kind. I don't really know why, um, but I just was. And it became clear to me back in sort of, I guess, late March of this year that I was going to have to kind of go with online classes and and give them a go um, just to be able to maintain some some good interaction in my language learning this year and I'm very glad that I did it now and so much so that I, I, I'm not even sure that I would go back to in-person classes again wow. like I mean I'm, I'm sure yeah. I will I'm sure I will but um, I have really enjoyed them and have really seen the benefits of them and I'm, I'm very glad that I made that step but initially it was it felt like a huge challenge for me because I was so uncertain about the whole the whole idea of of doing an online class of any kind yeah yeah mm. what about you Penny um I was already very open and into kind of online classes and online lessons so that probably wasn't such a huge change for me um I think for me it was my kind of the external motivation that I <laughs> you know get my kind of language drive from is a lot tied into travel and so I had a couple of trips lined up this year 
which I was kind of framing my language learning around. Um, so French was definitely the focus for me for the first half of this year and then I was going to switch to Vietnamese um, to kind of time with the trips that I had planned. Um, so when I quickly worked out that the trips weren't going to happen, um, the good thing was I was really into French and I had this great setup and I was really into the online classes um, and um, that's kind of continued. So I've been, I don't know, can I say impressed <laughs> with myself that I've been able to switch kind of not having travel as the be all and end all focus of my language learning to going, you know, I'm really enjoying this. Let's do this for now. Um, maybe I might switch languages um, in the new year, but at the moment, everything seems to be ticking along quite well. That's awesome. And so good because, yeah, I, I know exactly how, how much travel is a driver for you um, for language learning. And I think for me, lots and lots of other people too, um, where they have a trip in mind and they, they work up to it to know that they've got a, a date um, and a real timeline to, to work towards. Um, but yeah, certainly I think this year and potentially the next few years are going to really, um, going to really change that. Yeah. And I think, um, I did a little practice exam a couple of months ago and, and I have used exams before as a, as a way of kind of keeping me on track and keeping me motivated. And that was really good. And I think, um, if I continue with French into the new year as my kind of focus, I think it would be really good to pop in an exam for next year as well if we're back to doing real exams or even just another practice because it's not so much I guess um, doing an accredited exam it's kind of having that um, deadline I suppose and the assessment and knowing the kind of um, stage and um, grammar and vocab and all those kind of things I need to be across to get to that level. And then the nice thing about doing that too is that it gives you an idea of your um, of your progress too. Yes, like a yep. you know a, a real sort of measurable um, view of your progress, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know you are not so much into the exam side of things, but is that something that you've considered this year? Yes. It is, um, partly because I've spoken to you about it. So you, you got me thinking about exams, Penny. Um, but yeah, it definitely is. And I think for me, again, it was about measuring progress. Like I have some other ways that I that I try to measure my progress over time. But what I found this year is that I was losing track of the old ways that I used to measure my progress. Like they weren't working for me as well anymore. Um, and that meant that I was starting to look at like, some other options of like how, how can I try and give myself a goal that I can reach um, that is measurable and that is something that I have to work towards just as you said before um, with French so so yeah I have thought about it but um, with yeah lots of things I guess not being able to run this year it was like well I thought about doing you know maybe that later in the year but it's probably going to be more like next year at this stage yeah yeah, yeah. for sure um, I was just thinking too that I think one of the things that has helped me with keeping, you know, a reasonable kind of steady, steady but very slow progress with French, which is fine because I'm so realistic about language learning these days, much more than I was even a couple of years ago, um, having two little kids and also during this year um, 
a lot of the kids' kind of childcare setups and kinder and that kind of stuff was um, closed. So it meant that, you know, there was even more kind of um, home time that I had to look after them than normal, um, which meant way less time for us, um, was having that kind of regular lessons scheduled in each week and I know for me that's really important because otherwise I just defer and I just delay and I just go no I'll do it next week blah 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 but having having someone waiting for me at the other end of a zoom call is um is quite a good motivation for me yeah totally I'm exactly the same and I have that I feel like that's been one of my like primary strategies for this year to make sure that I keep going with in my case German was that I had to have the times set in my diary to like and if you're if you're quite a routinesy person like I am like I really you know I, I get up at the same time most days I, I start working about the same time I yeah have a have a bit of a rhythm um and I really needed that rhythm with uh, setting up my own times to learn this year, um, to set up classes and to set up, you know, tutoring sessions, online sessions and stuff like that to make sure that I could commit to it further ahead in advance than a few minutes yep. <laughs> and to know that to plan other, other things in my day around that too. Um, for sure. I think um, one of the things that has been quite tricky to replicate and you you might be feeling this more than me perhaps because you were doing group in-person classes prior to the pandemic is that kind of interaction with other students and people in real life. Um, how totally. have you found that, you know, transitioning and kind of not having that exposure? So I've actually found it really, really good actually for the most part. So like pretty positive in terms of transitioning from an in-person class so initially the the German classes that I have been taking they were you're right um, an in-person class um, in a classroom (laughs) Um, and that class just transitioned directly onto online when things started having to to close um, earlier in the year so the good thing was that I already knew people in my class so all of us were kind of doing it together, I guess, like did making that change into to online classes. And then since then, you know, classes change, people come and go and, um, you know, some people progress onto new levels, other people um, maybe change around or change times. Um, and I think the more and more that people have gotten used to, it, like because everybody has been in the same position, um, certainly in Victoria anyway, um, everybody's been getting more and more used to the idea of doing things online. So people became more and more comfortable with the concept of an online class um, and I think people also got better at kind of the technicalities well sorry the, the technical aspects of it as well um, and so I think it's gotten it's gotten better and better I mean it started out good um, and then it, it just got better over time um, so I, I was really kind of happily surprised by that um, and yeah no it's been it's been such a good way to maintain continuity um, for me in my German learning um, but even like, so the group classes are one thing I kind of got a feeling early on that I probably needed a little bit of extra time on my own. Um, and then I started organizing some just separate, um, individual classes for myself online. And that's yep. also been really good too, because it means that like, I mean, I guess for a regular group class, like you often only have one session a week, which is great. And that's still like, a, that's still very good. But, um, I just wanted a little bit extra 
And that's been nice too because it did mean that I had a second opportunity during the week to have interaction with somebody face-to-face in inverted commas online. Um, And in that context, because I'm doing that one online, it's with somebody who is who lives in Germany. So it's, it's nice to be able to like actually extend my, I suppose, learning opportunities with a, a larger group um, and with more people who live in other places too, because then you're not, you're not limited by your location. Um, I think that's a really, I guess, an example of how this, this kind of year has opened our eyes up more than perhaps it was before mm. to the opportunities that exist for um, language learning and connecting with people online. Mm. Um, I've done a f- couple of fun things too with with French um, that I probably might not have been held prior to the pandemic was some some online conversation clubs, which I think is really fun because I know that um, Tavi from French Speak used to run them in person, um, you know, at a cafe or something, and and now they're completely online, which means more people can join in and more people from other parts of the country and I just think you know that's a really a really kind of fun and informal and innovative kind of way to um, top up and get some extra extra practice and exposure. Yeah absolutely and, and great because it's with other learners so I guess the more and more you get to see other people who are in exactly the same position as you with their learning where they're you know they're trying and they're making mistakes and that's okay because it's it's everybody kind of in it together again um that's it's such a good way to to be able to practice your speaking skills and to put yourself out there a little bit and gain some confidence um but yeah this year has definitely been like I guess this this progression to online learning and a really like large scale push um for everybody to try something new um like I'm not sure we would have seen that really at any other time and Despite the the weirdness of it all, actually there are heaps of positives that have come out of that and the biggest win for me has been accessibility. Like I just think it's amazing that we have now all seen these benefits of being able to access, you know, yeah, people and resources and groups and conversation clubs and stuff from lots of different places and to not feel limited by, by location at all. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I think we will be good to remember all these silver linings and I think we will also come out of this crazy time with a, a great sense of kind of resilience and adaptability as well. Um, and I wanted to talk a bit to Beck, we mentioned it at the start, about what we've done and what we think has helped us when we've lost our language learning mojo because like you said in your intro it's not just I guess the pandemic that has you know affected people's mojo for language learning life intervenes all the time Um, and you know I think for me, the last few years has been a crazy, a crazy time in my life, just pregnant and babies and pregnant and babies and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, and so I think that, you know, that is a really good example of when life does intervene and you have to rethink how you're going to include things like language learning in your life because life is so different than it used to be. Um, yeah, that's exactly right. So I guess... One thing that I was thinking about, and I know it's it's something that 
people talk about all the time, but I think it's really good to remember is, you know, but why did we decide we wanted to learn this language or, or any language for that matter and try and keep that front and centre of what we're trying to achieve. Um, and so it can, can get a bit hard kind of when, when things like travel's taken off the off the option list. <laughs> um, but I guess with a long-term view, we know that this is not all going to be like this forever and that life will return to some sense of normality, you know, in the near future. Um, so I think that's been, I guess, important for me. Have you yeah, had sure. little, I guess, kind of, I was going to say brainwaves, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like little things that have popped into your head and go, yeah, how am I going to pull myself out of this and keep going? Yeah, definitely. I think um, remembering why you started is has always been a, a really big thing for me and um, an interesting one this year because I think, yeah, like you, there are so many people that the reason why they started is because of travel and that's where like it's important to have a kind of an, a, a few things at your disposal that you know are the reasons that keep you going. Um, you know, for, for a long-term kind of like language learning commitment, I guess, um, there's actually always going to be more than one reason. I think there are multiple things that keep you going. Um, but when you sometimes something like travel can be very easy to focus on. You know, if you've got that, it's like we can look at a, at a holiday and it's kind of packaged up like it's a it's a very easy goal to define um but actually there are there are plenty of other things that make you realize that you're you're learning a language and it's not just because you're going to travel somewhere it's because you probably you know maybe you like the sounds of it maybe you think the words are interesting maybe you have other friends who speak that language and you want to be able to chat with them or impress them or, or whatever um but there are lots of lots of reasons that we that we decide to learn a language and this year, I think finding that continued motivation, if you've lost it, is about really looking at that situation and saying, what are all of the things that make me want to do this? Um, it's not just because of a single trip that I have in mind for, for next year. Um, it's more than that. It's, it's about the other, all of the other aspects of a language, the ways that I can communicate with other people, the things that I can do with it that drive your you know, your, yeah, your motivation and your, your want to, to learn a language. So like for me in particular, I <laughs> feel like we always come back to TV, but here it is again. I, I love watching TV in other languages. I just love it. Films as well. And so for me, that's like part of the reason that, you know, I'd like to be able to travel to Germany again, because I really like traveling there and I've had great experiences there. So that's part of the reason that I want to learn German. But also I love watching German TV. I have a bunch of TV shows that are interesting for me. I have We have friends in Germany that I want to be able to speak to. All of these things are the things that like basically if I just get to a point where I'm like, oh, I don't want to do anything. I'm so done with studying and this is all too hard. You should sit down, find a clean piece of paper and like your favorite pen and write down the stuff that makes you feel good about the language that you're learning. Why are you doing this? And it isn't just one reason. There's always more than one yeah. um, and that's where you have to, yeah, I think when you find yourself like in a kind of language learning slump, it's like you've like fallen down and you just cannot get up because everything just feels, it's so overwhelming, the like level of stuff that you have to learn or the things that you don't know um, and this is where you have to sit down and go, no, wait, I'm going to take a deep breath, 
and I'm going to write down all of the things that I think are cool about this language that make me want to learn it and that when I, you know, can progress a little bit further, I'm going to be able to do these things. Um, I love and that. And they're the reminders that you have to give yourself. That's awesome, Beck. <laughs> hey, um, Beck, on the, top of your, on the top of your list, would it be watching dark without subtitles? <laughs> yes. Yes, it would be. It would be watching dark like all over again multiple times without subtitles and understanding everything. <laughs> Poor old Chris. I hope he's on the, on the bandwagon as well. <laughs> Luckily, yes. Um, but yeah, so I think that these these things happen all of the time. Yeah, I, I want to like make sure that everybody has this really in their mind that this year is is yeah strange and it has really seen. I think all of us find slumps in our motivation on multiple occasions um, throughout the year. Whereas usually, you know, you might find that occasionally, but just not all the time. And I think this year has really challenged us all to kind of look at look at what we're doing in our, what we're doing with our time and what we do with our spare time and to maintain any kind of motivation in those things, we, we have to, we have to think about why we're doing them. Oh yeah, totally agree. And I think one of the other things I was going to mention too was something that's really um, been valuable to me, not just in language learning, but in everything in general is definitely small, tiny wins each day. Um, make a huge difference to how you feel and your confidence and your mojo and your drive to keep going. Um, And I know we spoke about apps in our last episode. Um, And I think that is a really good example of when you really just feel like you can't do too much. Your brain is fried. You've watched too much, (laughs) too much news, Um, (laughs) you know, five minutes learning a few new words could be just just all you need for that day. Yep, agreed. Yeah, keeping it light, keeping it short. It doesn't have to be, apps are an awesome way to do that, as you said, but also it can be other things that are just light and short. Like, you know, if you are if you like reading and you're into, I don't know, reading like graded readers or you like reading the news in another language or something, you don't have to read very much. Like you don't have to read a novel. You can just read a page or read a paragraph or, you know, select out of what you, of the things that you enjoy doing in your target language, select out the things that you can make into like bite-sized manageable chunks. Um, and yeah, take those on as your regular, your regular ways to, to maintain some, some language learning. Podcasts are a good way to do that too, if you enjoy listening to podcasts in the language that you're learning. Yes, because it's a nice, gentle, easy easy on the mind kind of way and tv like you said beck is is another really great example yeah or videos online like shorter videos yeah i often i often go down a youtube (laughs) rabbit warren when i need a little (laughs) bit of a a little bit of a push which is probably not such a great thing but you do you know if you know where you're going it can be very good (laughs) yeah And, and interesting so all of this i think is really related to like having time and um we mentioned this just a little earlier, but it's, I think it's been so interesting this year to see how like lots of people do make the excuse, myself included, like this is, this is no judgment on anyone because I think we all do it, but you know, you kind of go, oh, I don't have, I just don't have enough time. I don't have enough time to study. I don't have, I don't have enough time in my week. I've got too much work on. I have too much other things. There's personal stuff going on in my life. I don't have enough time. This year, for lots of people, we've had nothing but time. (laughs) And it still goes to show that like, even when we have lots more time than we regularly do, we still find these sort of 
trips of motivation and, and slumps of motivation uh, d- despite the fact that we should have lots of time um, and, you know, lots of time to do all of those things that we said we were going to do when we had more time. Um, so there's nothing to feel like, you know, I don't think you should feel bad about the fact that, you know, oh, you're like, oh, I had all that time and I didn't do anything with it. Well, no, it's okay because, you know, there are other things at play there with motivation. It's not just about physically having more time to do things because we get tired and, you know, we we, oh. we lose track sometimes and, and that's totally okay. Um, but, yeah, when you can fit, as you said, like small little things in, small goals, small wins to help you make kind of a a small difference over time, you know, it's like, it's not, it's not a sprint. All of this is just a, just little steps, little steps until you realize that actually you've made quite a bit of progress in all those little steps. Our minds are so powerful. And the more I read and listen and kind of, I guess, learn more about mindset and the power of self-talk and the actions that we do around our mindset and how we're feeling um everything can be kind of related back to that and it's it's crazy isn't it that if we beat ourselves up about you know wasting two hours on youtubing crazy stuff um then we 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 do go down further into that spiral of like oh shit you know I've wasted all this time I'm hopeless I'm useless I'm never going to learn French blah 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 um so I think there's a lot of power in reframing what we say to ourselves mm-hmm. and just go, oh, bugger, I really did waste two hours. Hey, I'm not going <laughs> to let that happen again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, right exactly. now I'm going to go and write some sentences about, you know, using my new verb conjugation I learned yesterday, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Like just take take things as they come and, I don't know, let it go. Sometimes you've just got to, you've just got to go, oh, well, yep. Like you said, oh, didn't mean to spend an hour watching videos, but here we are. That's okay. I'll go and do something else now. Um, and I think something that's also related to that is if you need, you know, if if you find yourself often getting distracted or finding yourself like off track very easily um, by things like videos or, or whatever, um, then you should never feel like you can't get help from other people to try and keep you on track. Sometimes for some people that's a teacher or a tutor, you know, and making sure that you've got that regular time as we talked about before, having regular time, specific times to study where you've got somebody who's keeping you accountable because they're literally there telling you what to do or maybe, you know, talking with you and making sure that you're staying on track. Um, Like a personal trainer. (laughs) Like a personal trainer but for Mm -hmm. your language learning. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so if you need need the help of a, a professional to, to keep you on track, like there is nothing wrong with that. You can be an independent learner who is independently learning much of the time, but also has the assistance of a teacher or a tutor or a class, you know, once a week. Um, exactly. But also there are so many people out there who are in the same position as you. The, the online language learning community is like there to help and support like 24 hours a day. Um, and I think, you know, sometimes connecting with other people online who are very much encountering these kinds of feelings and these struggles and motivational slumps and then like highs when you realize you're you know you're making real progress and then you're kind of like oh down again when you when you hit a plateau um 
those people are there to help you out. So, you know, feel free to find find the Facebook groups online, like our Facebook group, for example, um, or, you know, other other groups for, for learners, other, I mean, I know there are there are forums, um, there are lots of places online, Instagram, like lots of social media places where you can find other people who are going through the same things. Um, and they're kind of there to cheer you on. There are people ready to support and ready to to help you out or just to give you a few words of motivation if you need it. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I mean, social media has been a game changer for me in terms of language learning and connecting with other language learners. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow, what a great episode. <laughs> it's been a fun chat. Now I feel motivated to go and do some Yay. more stuff again. Yay. Me too. Me too. <laughs> oh, well, thanks everyone for joining us on another episode of Language Chats. Um, as um, Beck mentioned before, we also have a Facebook group, languagelovers.au. Um, we have a Facebook page and an Instagram account as well. So please feel free to follow us along there. Um, and if you have enjoyed this podcast um, and you want to, you know, let some other people know about it, please do share the love and feel free to leave us a review um, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts um, so that other people who are into languages can find us as well. And we will see you next time. Thanks again. Bye. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye.